J.M. and the A.M. as we uh, broadcast from Ezer Mitzion here in Israel, day two of our journey to the uh, Holy Land, brought to you by Aaron's Casino Farms. Thank you, Aaron's. Uh, Nisan Yakubov is with us. Nisan Yakubov is a recipient of a bone marrow transplant almost a year ago uh, with what we are told is, and I can imagine that every story is uh, certainly emotional and full of thanks. He has one of those stories to tell us here on a Tuesday morning edition of JMNAM. Nissan Shalom. Shalom. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. Tell me something about the background of this story. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's, um, it was very unexpected what happened. Um, <clears throat> it, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. How long ago was it that you, you, you were told this news by the doctor? This was in September 2017. Okay, so pretty recent. Pretty recent, right? Uh, we was very into health. We were um, making sure that we did everything right. And then um, one day, my heart rate was beating very, very fast. I thought I had a heart problem until I went to get it checked. And I was told that I didn't have enough hemoglobin. And my heart was racing because uh, there wasn't enough hemoglobin. It was actually 5.5. And they told me that I, I had leukemia. It was uh, very difficult very difficult to uh, accept it and uh, we had to move forward it was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, did they quite... say did they say from the beginning that that the only way to get to good health is through a transplant through a bone marrow transplant what was the uh, what, what were the doctors telling you at that time right basically the doctors were telling me that uh, 70% of my blood was infected and that uh, I had to go through uh, chemotherapy, bone marrow transplant. It was uh, very hard to digest, and eventually we had to accept it and move forward. But when it came time, um, the hardest part was when they told me, uh, you need to contact your brother or sister immediately for a bone marrow transplant, which I told them, I'm the only child. There are no siblings. There are no siblings. And they were very pessimistic about it. They said, oh, my God. They said, uh, you don't have much time. We don't know if we can get you somebody. The chances of getting a uh, a donor is one out of 15 million, they told me. We're not sure what country. We're not sure if you have enough time. And... Uh, I basically uh, so so in yeah. addition to the excuse me I just want to make sure I have this clear Please. in addition to the chemo doing the job right right because the leukemia essentially to I guess a, a layman can call it blood cancer right that's essentially what it is exactly. you called it infected blood so in addition to the chemo doing the job that bone marrow has to be replaced that you need good healthy bone marrow right to be transplanted into your body you have no sibling one in fifteen million chance that there's going to be a match. What happened after that? Right. Just just to add to it, uh, yeah. um, I basically like to keep my eyes on God all the time and um, see his hand and everything. So uh, they basically told me that um, if I get a 90% match, they'll take it. Mm-hmm. They said they'd have to force my body to accept it, and I would be on uh, all kinds of treatments. Medications. Medications yeah. to, to force it, which uh, at that moment... I had accepted it. I I accepted it. It was a divine decree. I accepted it with love. And then the next thing I knew... We're uh, now in 2018, obviously, right? No, it was still... Still 2017? Yes, it was December 17th, Mm -hmm. 2017. But a few weeks before then, I was told that an organization called Ezra Metzion, 
had found a 100% bone marrow donor in Israel um, from an 18-year-old male. We were all just shocked in a good way. We, Do we, we know, and I, I know that this isn't really your focus, but I'm just curious, at, at, does everybody search at that point? Like, are you in a database of people looking for matches? So everybody around the world, including Israel and Zion, are, are, are look, that's how it works, is looking for matches. Exactly. And they found 100% the person living right here in Israel. Exactly. Right. Exactly. How soon after that did this person donate the bone marrow? About three weeks later. It was, uh, it was on December 17th, 2017, like I said. Um, the way they do it in Israel also is that uh, they they brought a um, about I don't know a little um, quart of uh, of uh, stem cells that, right. that they put into my arm intravenously, which uh, found its way into the bones and uh, grew into the uh, bone marrow. And I have to tell you that um, I d- I don't know what would have happened. Right, we don't know what would happen with the ninety percent. We don't know what would but have with happened. 100%. With 100%, I mean, what Ezra Metzion had done, not just finding the uh, the donor, but uh, everything that they did for us, for, for the children, and they took care of everything. I haven't even asked about your family, because that's one of the, that's half of the battle here, right? Is trying to navigate everything with your family while you're going through all this. Right. And right. they were there, like they are for everybody. They were there, day and night, night and day. It was unbelievable. Uh, you've been healthy since then, Baruch Hashem? I have no words, Baruch Hashem. I just took a bone marrow test, came back 100%. I'm still in remission. Um, I'm, I have no words. I, I really have no words. God gives us land, He gives us rain, He gives us wind, and He wants us to do our part. Ezra Metzion has done everything. I mean, I don't know if people know this, but they have a program where uh, everyone who goes into the army... Right. They do a cotton swab, they collect a database, and someone like me who comes along that doesn't have a brother or sister, they did did everything, they were prepared for everything, and God just made a match in heaven. I I don't know what else to say. Um, (laughs) It's it's not usual where I'm not able to speak (laughs) during a conversation on the air. We are now speaking to a lot of of the Jewish-English-speaking audience in this world all of whom are probably sitting like we are, almost speechless. And really, most of them probably right now are thinking about their own situation, how lucky they, like I'm thinking right now, are to be healthy, how lucky we are to be given the greatest gift. You mentioned this incredible match that God did for you. Yes. We, who are Baruch, those of us who Baruch Hashem B'li'ayin Hara, are healthy and ha- are living healthy lives, have to remember that he's doing this the type of thing for all of us all the time. Absolutely. Which is unbelievable. Uh, so Azer Mitzion, um, when we talk about them being there and performing miracles, you are a walking example of that. It's as simple as that. And if any of your family members were here, they would say the same thing. Definitely. <laughs> unbelievable. Nisan Yakubov, a transplant almost a year ago, and uh, now Baruch Hashem because of the incredible work for years of Azer Mitzion. I, I wonder when this person was swabbed, the one who eventually was the 100% match for you. Who knows? They could have been swabbed 10 years ago. They could have been swabbed... Oh, 18 years old. 18 years old. Oh, good point. Good point. Good point. 
An 18-year-old means that it was somebody who was just swabbed almost immediately before exactly. this episode, which it was, is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's Tadarabha for joining us this morning. I, I, in one way, I want to say we really could wrap things up right now because you've just summed up everything in terms of what this organization does yes. for so many people. But I really appreciate you being here today. My pleasure. Tadarabha, kalakavod, and you. continued good health. Thank you so continued much. Continued good health, and Thank we will continue to appreciate our good health, and everybody should continue to appreciate their good health. JM in the AM. <sighs> Uh, when you go to the Azerbaijan dinner tonight, you'll, you'll keep in mind that there are people uh, like this, like Nissan, who's, uh, who's got a wonderful family and who's been through great challenges. And Azerbaijan has been there for him in the most amazing way possible.